Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. It is your host, Jackie Zook, and today is a really special episode because I am being interviewed um, on another podcast all about how to make money through email marketing. Um, I'm really excited to do this with the amazing Christina Frey, who is the founder of Innate Genius Marketing. She's also another awesome personal branding expert, and I'm all about collaborating with other marketing professionals and media people. Um, So it was such an honor a couple months ago to be on her show and talk all about how to make money through emails um i've significantly done it which is why i talk about talk about it through experience so i want to teach you how to implement these skills and it will totally transform the value of email marketing and why you need to be doing it if you're not doing it enough so Today's a really special episode as we close out 2020, um, and then going forward, my other episodes, um, of course, will include more guests, and I would love to hear more about marketing topics you want to learn about. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys all had a wonderful holiday weekend to all who celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah and um, Kwanzaa. I hope you guys are all having a great holiday weekend. So I can't wait to hear your feedback on this awesome podcast with Christina Frey as she interviews and interviews me and and we discuss email marketing. So um, I look forward to your feedback. Enjoy the podcast. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Marketing for humans, bringing the human back into marketing. Hello there, I'm Christina Fry, founder of Innate Marketing Genius, where marketing is grounded in your unique way of helping people. Season three of this podcast is a set of seven interviews from marketing professionals I've used over the last few months. I interviewed them for my Summer Marketing Academy within my Facebook group, The Innate Marketing Geniuses, which you are welcome to join. Today, it's all about how to sell using email. And our guest is Jackie Zook, owner of Next On Scene. Jackie is a powerhouse that helps her clients get results with their emails. And today she's sharing her secrets so you can get results too. Jackie is an all-around digital marketing expert, and I recommend that you check out her masterminds on nextonscene.com. Please welcome Jackie Zook. So we are super lucky today because we have Jackie Zook with us from Next On Scene. And uh, if you're watching this, you are a member of the Innate Marketing Geniuses Facebook group, which is, you know, the coolest place to be. And uh, today we're going to talk about, as part of the Summer Marketing Academy series, how to sell using email. I mean, we all know that we probably need to be emailing our audience regularly. And uh, I was just telling Jackie, I'm like, yeah, I'm really good at building rapport and having cool things to say and blah, blah, blah. And then there's the, and now you need to sell something, (laughs) especially in the time of COVID. So we're kind of like, okay, we're behind our screens. We need to do online stuff way more. And email is a huge part of that. So how are you doing over there, Jackie? Yeah, good. I think it's going to work. So let's see. Really? It's good? I think so. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So this one is streaming on two Facebook groups. So next level. (laughs) So exciting. Yeah. So Jackie, welcome to the Summer Marketing Academy series. Glad to have you. 
I love what you're doing, Christina. It's awesome. I've been watching some of the episodes and I think I'm honored to be on. So thank you for having me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I invited you because I've noticed that the way you use email is so, it's really direct. It gets results. Like you fill programs and people pay for them, you know, just the things that sometimes I wrestle with and I see my clients wrestle with, like you're just doing it. So I thought you'd be a great person to talk to because I know you do a lot of different things to help people get their online presence way out there and just presence in general. So I just want, if you're listening to this, just know that. Like if you go to, is it nextonscene.com? Yes. Then you will see everything. Like Jackie can help in multiple ways, but we're just going to zoom in on one topic today, uh, which is email. Which I love because I think right now, like emails is like one of the top ways to reach people and translate. So I love it. Yes. Great choice. choice. I love it. So um, do you want me, do you want me to kind of just chime in a little bit about, well, go ahead. I'll let you, I don't want to know if there's something that's already coming to mind, please like let's riff. Okay, cool. So I think the first thing is, I think a lot of people, first of all, either don't send emails at all or they barely send them, or they're sending them all the time. So what is the right amount of time to send an email? So I always suggest like, if you're really just starting out with um, email marketing to send out a monthly newsletter. Now, the reason I'm all about like monthly newsletters when you're starting out is because you're just putting feelers out. You're summarizing all the things that you offer that you do. And so people are actually going to start opening to learn a little bit more about you. So that's usually what I suggest first, because a lot of people have a lot of different offerings. I mean, it's just what happens. And so they want to kind of just share with you, like, this is who I am. And these are all the things that are going on right now. Um, So I usually suggest doing that first. And then as you build your rapport, you know, and you want to get, do some more call to actions of specific things, that's when you start simplifying. So like, if you want people to really sign up for one program or sign up one-on-one with you or do something very specific, you need to send an email one time with one call to action. Because the thing is, is if you're, if when you send a newsletter, it should be a summary of everything. There should not be multiple calls to action. Like people get overwhelmed and they want to support you, but they can't support you if there's too many options because then they're like, I want to do everything, but then I, I get, so I click on one button and it takes me to a website and then I have to go back to your email to see all the other things. People don't do that. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so I always and say- Can I just speak for a moment to the temptation yeah. of putting tons of stuff in an email? Like I, I, if you're listening to this and you're like, but I want to put everything in this email. Like Jackie and I understand the temptation, right? It's you want to keep everyone informed about all the good stuff right? We just want to like, Oh, I can help this way, this way, this way, and this way. Like I could have structured this interview like that and told you how many different ways that Jackie could help you. But you know what? It's like, it's going to be a lot easier for you to hear this and take action on it because we're zooming in on one thing. And that's exactly what I'm hearing from you, Jackie. One thing people take action. Mm -hmm. And that's the key thing, especially with selling. So like even right before we went live, we were talking about like selling an offer, right? So like if you only send one email with one direct call to action, so like I'm teaching a webinar tonight or I'm going live with Christina, like at this time, like people will know exactly what you want them to do. And they'll take the action because they're like, this is simple. I can press the button and it'll give me exactly what I need because I'm interested. So I think that's the difference between like newsletters and like simplifying call to action. Like you need to make them separate 
You can do summaries all day, but the, re- the open rate will probably be a little lower and the click rate will be low because they don't know what to do. And when you send one call to action, your email open rate will be higher and you'll get more clicks. So that's really the difference. It depends what you're aiming for. But I always say, like, don't get intimidated. That's why I think newsletters to start are a good way to warm up to emails because you can actually see, like, who's your audience that likes to read them? What are they viewing? You know, like, you can check all the analytics. And then I think as you grow with emails, like, the ideal situation would be to send them out weekly, if not, like, twice a week. Because I'm finding once a week I send out a freebie, like, something free. And then the other day I usually do, like, a call to action. So I think those would be like my main suggestions for like, because people always like don't want to just buy if they don't know you, right? So you need to build that trust, which Christina knows you do this for a living too. You want to build that trust and then you want to, you know, then you want them to like see the results from trying your freebies and then it's worth buying. So I- I like that, that rhythm. That's like a really, you know, I, I would have said like three things that you offer and then one thing to sell. But I actually like that rhythm you're you're suggesting, like here's the freebie and here's something to buy. Because the way that you can actually look at something to buy as this is an opportunity for them to take action and move forward in whatever it is you're even mentioning. It's not, and it really depends on how you write it. Right. I mean, something can be in your face salesy. And honestly, I think there's a time for that now and again. But I can't imagine you're really doing that. You're just simplifying and making it a direct call to action. And here, go pay for something so that you can move forward in your business. Like, of course, I'm going to consider that. Right. No, it's so, so true. And I think that's, I mean, that's what gets me to buy. Like when I try out free things and I like the people, I'm going to buy things from you because I'm seeing results. Yeah. You know, so I think that's the thing that I learned too. It's like, you need to like put feelers out and like, people always can't afford every, everything that you offer. So like, you know, they build and they try your free offerings and then they get to a place where they can't afford because your results work, you know? So I think that that's, that for me has been really game changing too. And like also helping building rapport with your clientele, with your audience. Cause it's not all about selling. It's not, it's right. about building the relationships first because they buy us before they buy the service that we're offering. That's great. And I actually would say that selling, if you do it a certain way, is rapport building, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you're offering stuff generously, it's free, but then you're also giving people an opportunity to lay down some cash because it matters to them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because people don't know what they need. They don't know what they need until you put it in front of them. So like, that's the thing too, you know, that's what I've been finding to be totally game changing. Yeah, that's great. And if you know that you're helping people be empowered and you're also empowering them to make a good decision, like what would hold you back? If you priced it right, the stuff is good. You know, you've tested it, which I'm sure you do that. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's do it. Like flip this through. Yeah. I, by the way, one of my friends messaged me and said the video wasn't working in my group. I wonder if we have to make it public in your group. Uh, I think it is. Uh, you mean the video itself? Not yeah. public. I think, yeah, that's true. Actually. Let me just see. See if there's something about the video. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually, Ooh, you know what? I'm supposed to be recording this for a uh, zoom. <laughs> Oh, really? Why don't I do that now? 
That's a good idea. Anyway, I'll just do a beautiful summary at the beginning of this podcast when I actually create it as a podcast later. <laughs> Whatever. That it's brilliant. I see. I see people watching right now in the group, so totally no, fine. All right, cool. Yeah, and you know what? If you're watching this, feel yeah. free to ask questions because I will actually watch along this time. <laughs> So I don't always do that because it's a little tough to do both, Um, but I have it up. So if you have a question, put it in the comments and I will let Jackie know. Awesome. All right. Well, I would love to hear if anything in particular comes to mind, like you work with someone recently, not so recently, they were struggling with email as a form, you know, just like putting their thoughts down, getting people to take action and you help them in, you know, with some guidance and what happened? Is there somebody that comes to mind? Yeah. Well, so a prime example is there are a few clients I've worked with that started with newsletters because I like to set myself as an example. So I, all the things that I teach, I've self-tried, like I've done myself and that's like, because that, those are the best results. You know what I'm saying? So like when I started, I started with newsletters and I was summarizing all these different things. And then I was figuring out, okay, a lot of people are opening these emails and then there's a handful of people that aren't right. So like, why is that? And for a while, I wasn't giving away a lot of freebies because when you start a business, you know, you, you just don't know everything. Yeah. So I, I was almost working reverse, if that makes any sense. I don't know. That's what happened for me. But anyway, so we started with newsletters and then we started to simplify more with one direct call to action. And they have totally like sold out courses. They've definitely like gotten more ROI with like clients, like generating sales in their emails. It's just been awesome. Really, really awesome to see. And like, it's worked for me personally. So like who better to teach, you know what I'm saying? That I've like learned from experience. So yeah, and is there anything in particular, I mean, I know you've sort of hinted at it, but is there anything else you want to say about the difference? Like what changed that, that you saw, oh, wow, we're getting results and people are signing up. Because I, as a buyer, like looking from a buyer side, when I see people that were sending me emails, like, and I wasn't even thinking about myself at this time. When I saw people sending me multiple things, I was like, I want to support you, but I don't know what the hell to do. Like, I don't know where to start, you know, because I'm going to click one button. It's going to take me one place. And then I'm going to like, want to go back and see what else you're offering. But it's too much effort. It's too much effort, you know, and I want to do it all. But like, we're all on to the next thing by that point. So how do we keep people in the same space in a short period of time? And that's when the one call to action came in. Like you want subscribers for your YouTube channel, add the button only for that on your email. You know what I'm saying? Like the simple calls to action are have, for me have just been numerously game changing. So that that's how I learned. That's how I learned. Cause I was like, I'm a confused buyer and I don't want my people to be confused when they're buying for me. So yeah. how do I make it easier? So yeah, and I can speak to that because, you know, earlier during COVID, uh, you had put out a call to action of, Hey, I'm having a program about how to use email and you know, it's $25 sign up here. And you had a, a huge turnout and it was one of the only webinars I saw that was paid. I was super impressed with that, especially since you had tons of people there and, um, Yeah. And it just worked. And, you know, you're kind of walking your talk there because it was a short and sweet, like, this is what I'm doing. Come on down, click here to sign up. Done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think too, I mean, you're good about this, but a lot of people need to put themselves like in their email branding. So like, 
if you're, if I'm opening an email and I see stock photos, I'm like, first of all, I'm like, who are these people? And how does this, how, I don't even know what I'm reading. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I pay attention to detail and I think people do too. Like they open emails for people they like and support or work with. And so if you're not in the email, it doesn't resonate the same way. So like, even if it's some sort of photo where you're like typing on the computer, like that's, I think actually the one that I had with my email marketing email. And it was like, I wasn't even looking at the camera, but it was me and it wasn't a stock photo. So I feel like that's where people relate. Cause they're like, Oh, that's Jackie. Like she's actually doing this. So people want to see that you're actually like taking action in like all of your branding. Honestly. Is there anything so. you want to say about like higher ticket items? So for example, and by the way, I'm just going to jump over to the Facebook live and see if there's anything. Yeah, sure. Not quite yet. Um, so again, my invitation is if you have a question for Jackie, please, you know, don't be shy, like ask on the comments. I'll keep an eye out for it. So please, you know, come on down. But let's say you are, um, you're working with a client or you're doing it yourself where it's a little bit higher ticket item. For example, you know, an online course that could be a few hundred dollars or even an invitation. Cause a lot of the people that I work with, they're service providers, they're trusted advisors. Like it's, um, a lot of times you just want people to meet with you. That's the action you want them to take and consider doing bigger programs. So is there anything you would say about that where it's not just like $25 one time workshop, come on down, you know, like what about that? That's a good question. So I think that's where the freebies, like every other email comes into play because you're giving free valuable information. And they're like, I like what Christine is teaching me. I like what I'm learning from Jackie. Like I want to learn more from her and I'm not, I'm not going to get that from emails. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is like where you can differentiate yourself to like a a more top tier expert of like, I'm learning at the lower level, but it's, I'm growing from it. And in order for me to rise to the next place, the next email you send should be let's work together or like book a calendar link with me, you know, like something like that, like simplifying, but like direct, like you enjoyed my freebie. Now let's chat and take the next step for you. Is there a freebie recently that you can think of that you're like, yeah, this was fun to put out there and people liked it. Yeah. So I recently did um, an engage, like a social media engagement YouTube video. It was like maybe like a couple weeks ago, maybe like two or three weeks ago. And so I sent it out by itself. And then the following week, I think it was like right before my mastermind. And I got more people signed up after that email. So like, I think like that was, that's a prime example of like last, last day to get in. You learned my freebie. It worked for you. And then like there were people that signed up afterwards. And sorry, the freebie was, tell me again what the freebie was teaching. So it was a YouTube video on social media engagement. So how to drive people to buy from you, to like your pictures, like things like that. Okay. And so you're, the mastermind is related to just marketing in general, right? And so, you know, social media is obviously a piece of that. And it's like what you're offering them is a way to see what it's like to learn from Jackie. Right. Right. And to be and- honest, when it, so like you, you were an expert in my mastermind. So the thing is, is when you guys instruct, you focus more on general marketing. And when they work with me, I work with them one-on-one for 30 minutes every month on like emails, on social media. I focus more on the digital marketing, social media piece. So that's why like the YouTube video thing is valuable because you're seeing what I'm teaching you even more advanced in the mastermind or like one-on-one. So that's why I do it that way. Nice. Yeah. Because YouTube is kind of, I mean, what you're saying is 
obviously if you join the mastermind, you go way deeper into any social media, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're getting at there? Exactly. Exactly. And at the, even at the end of like the video for that one, it said, join the mask, like last days to get into the mastermind. Yep. You know? So like, it was just multiple touches, but I think that's the key too. It's like, it's subtle touches that really translate because people see it numerous times and then they're like, I'm in, like, I just want to be a part of it. And I like that you're basically balancing the subtle touches with sometimes direct, like, this is one action, go. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say, like, that's a different email where it's like, hey, sign up for this $25 webinar. Like, there are those. And then they're kind of the longer, like, there's campaigns where, yes, there's still one call to action, but it's gentle, right? It might be at the bottom of the email. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also... um. I just appreciate, where was I going to go with that? Hang on one second. Cause I want to just check on the Facebook live just to make sure. Can I go to the, okay. Yep. Awesome. We're doing good. I don't see any comments yet. So once again, I know I see we have viewers though. So I hope people say hi. Thanks for watching guys. So I've also heard Amy Porterfield, for example, talk about the importance of a time limit when you send out emails for something like you were saying, you know, you have three days to sign up, one day to sign up, last chance to sign up, like always a good thing to do. Always. Yeah. Always. Because those, for some reason, there's something in the context of those words that people open. They're like, well, what is this about? There's only like three days left. Yeah. You know, so that always works really well. And I also find when you put free free in the emails. Whenever you give out freebies, people are always opening them. Interesting. You're like in the subject heading. Yes. In the subject. Do you want to say some things about the subject heading? Like what really helps in your experience? Yeah. Well, like I said, I think first of all, like free stuff, anything that's like, this is, well, you and I can relate to this, but anything that's like marketing focused tends to get more open rates. Right. So like if somebody is a product products company, for example, right? They probably want to say like limited stock available, like three of this product left, you know, like something very simple, but to the point, um, because I think there's something with like, I can't think of the right word, but just like you were saying, like when there's only a certain amount of time left, like, or a certain amount of products left, people want to know what the hell this is that's selling like crazy, you know? So I think from a marketing standpoint, like less in the title, first of all, is, is more. So like five to six words is a good amount. Yeah. And I think there's something with putting like last call, you know, three items left, like really putting like limited capacity on like what you're putting out there does really well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've even, it's interesting. I, I kind of go back and forth on this, like, uh, sorry to bring up another expert for a moment, but I, I say it because you probably have your own perspective on this, right? So sometimes we put on time limits on electronic uh, marketing, right? That actually don't exist. <laughs> it's just sort of, you're working with the medium that like email equals they have a hundred other emails in their box that you're competing with. And so putting a time limit on, even if it's a little bit like, you know, not fake, but it's not real. It's not really real, right? If somebody misses the webinar, does that mean they'll never be able to watch the web? You know, like stuff like that. They're kind of artificial um, time limits. So I don't know, like any thoughts on that just to get people to take action? Like you have three more days. I've heard Amy Porterfield say, yeah, I always say that, but 
you can watch this webinar forever. <laughs> it's so true. It's so, well, I think too, another key thing is to pay attention to like the first sentence of the email, because when people look at your email, like you see the title and then people can actually see the first sentence beyond the title of the email. So you always want to pay attention to make sure that the first sentence is intriguing as the title of your email. So like if there's three, I don't know, three items left of like these um, crystal bracelets, for example, right, that are just selling like hotcakes. And then underneath the sentence can say they're made with rose quartz and amethyst and like, like, like really like bold words that like are popular in that realm. Yeah. Right. So y'all, you always want to make sure that you're paying attention to like top selling things that people are buying, because that means like, first of all, I'm a Rose Quartz and Amethyst fan. So if I see that email, I'm clicking on it because if they're selling like hotcakes and you're listing my favorite crystals that are popular, I'm going to open your email. So yeah. it's good to pay attention to like your competition, you know, like what are they, what is selling? Like, what are people buying? Yep. And that really helps with titles too. And first century. And it also reminds me of something else that's related, but unrelated. Like just if you're resisting using email at all, like I'm just going to kind of widen back and go general a little bit for a moment um, where, you know, if you have the choice to put your attention on social media versus email, one of the things that email offers is that you own your list and nothing will ever change about that unless people unsubscribe. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or subscribe for that matter. However, like if you look at Facebook, Instagram, and anything else, they're changing the algorithms all the time. And even though you have all those friends or followers or whoever you have likes that they're not necessarily yours. I mean, those companies can do whatever the heck they feel like with those, with those people. Anything to say about that? No, I think the thing is with that. So you bring up an interesting point though, which I do want to talk about further is like the people that unsubscribe, the people that are inactive. So the people that are unsubscribed, like get rid of them, like delete them from your like inbox. Cause sometimes what happens is you send them multiple things and then they're not happy with you beyond that. So just remove them as soon as you see them. Like I usually like once a month I check in and I just clear out all that stuff, even for legality reasons, you just want to just remove it. Um, then there's a bunch of inactive emails. So inactive emails means they're in your email list, but they don't open your emails. So you need to find out why they're not opening your emails. So I always suggest to like write them actually personal emails really? and figure out like, do, do you want to stay on my email? Cause if not, it's fine. But like, I don't want to waste like your energy or mine. Like if you're not going to pay attention to what I have to say. That right? is so bold because honestly, it's so easy to just be like, well, I'm sending this out. I hope people like it. But if you're like, hey, you're not opening my emails, <laughs> like, you know, tell me what's up. I love that. I love yeah. that directness. I think the, that's like, because then you're really like honing in on people that want to pay attention to what you're doing and you're clearing out people so that new people can come in and actually want to pay attention to what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, it's okay. Like I totally have gone through the mind drama of like people unsubscribing and like people do it. Like we all go through that. Right. And it sucks sometimes, but you know what? Better people come in when you clear out the people that don't want to be there. Yep. So like, that's been my like MO. Cause I think I've just gotten so many questions about like inactive unsubscribe. Like, so I definitely wanted to talk about that today because those are things that I've noticed, like clear out the things that aren't meant to be there. Because then, because then your audience is really your audience. Like you own those people in a good way, right? Like you want to serve them mm-hmm. and you do simply by asking those questions. We actually have a question. 
Hi awesome. there, Method CBD. CBD. Oh, that's Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. So she has a question. Um, as a product company, what would you recommend mm-hmm. for a freebie? So it's like, are you going to send out a whole bunch of stuff like product-wise? Or is there some other way to come at it to have a freebie? as a product company. Any thoughts around that? I have some thoughts, but I'm curious what you Yeah, think. no, I think we both could chime in. So she was in our mastermind, Samantha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I think the key thing for somebody like her is, Sam, I think you should do a giveaway and that's that's your freebie. So like when you, com- when you collaborate with another company, because then you're not laying out extra things or extra money or extra product, you're doing one giveaway a month and that's like your giveaway of product. And you're also promoting other companies at the same time. That would be my suggestion for that. I love that. Like I've started dipping my toe into giveaways. I, I think you can, there's so much potential there for fun because you could just make them whatever, just set a budget and stay within it and yep. then have everybody come in and play. Right. Yeah. To participate. Totally. And I think too, like the thing is, is you can always give away like your own product and have your giveaway for yourself. But I think there's something to come combining with other business owners and other products or service-based companies because it gives you more exposure. Yeah. So like, that's, that's my suggestion too. Like we're doing a giveaway, but you need to do it more with just then yourself. You need to do it more with. I yeah. love that idea. And, and Samantha's saying, awesome. Thanks. Okay, so, good. I'm <laughs> glad that's awesome. Good. Yeah. I love that. I would, the other thing, I mean, I think that's your, we're done here, but I will also say that if you ever wanted to generate you know, some kind of like, you know, method CBD, right? So if people are in pain, if they're stressed, whatever the big thing is that CBD helps with, to have something like top th- top five things you don't know about pain management, right? And within those is CBD, right? Like, or just whatever your area of expertise is, like just offer an informational thing. It could be a short webinar. It could be um, and it could be a free webinar, right? Or just like a PDF that's really beautifully designed in Canva, by the oh. way. Easy mm-hmm. to do. Way easier than you think it is if you haven't done that yet. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that you could give away as a freebie. But I have to say my fave is just like go find another product company and put something together and yay, you're done. Because I do, I agree with the PDFs, but tell me if you agree with this. It's like, you look at it and it's another PDF. Like, I'm just telling (laughs) transparently, like openly, like I have so many of these things, like differentiate yourself, like differentiate yourself. Because the thing is, is you can learn so much information. I'll go to your social media and I'll learn what I need to know. You know what I'm saying? So I I agree with it, but I also think that's not going to differentiate yourself. So that's my take on that. Stand out from the crowd. You know, your giveaway could be... Uh, a guy who can dress up like a gorilla with a bunch of balloons that comes to your house. Not that you're going to do this, but if you really wanted to stand out. <laughs> right. So funny. Thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I love that. I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would just enjoy the embarrassment of the whole situation. <laughs> right. Right. Anyway. Um, you know, so, okay. Email. You're really good at being really focused and results oriented on email. Are you seeing anything recently that just makes email, because it can get really serious, right? Like you need email to work hard. This has to be awesome. Where's the fun? And I'm sure you have something to say about like, you know, give me some fun. Like we can do stuff on email that is not just strategic and tactical. So whether you're doing something or you're seeing other people do it, like 
Yeah. Let's talk about fun for a second. What no, I love that. I love it? that. I think video <laughs> and emails is so good. Like my open and click rates are so much higher when I have video. So like, I feel like there's something to like, people want to see like the inaction stuff. And then you can inform me on like what I need to know. Beautiful. So I think that makes it more fun and exciting and not like blah and boring. It not that all emails are blah. I don't see a lot of emails with a video embedded in it. So that's, that's different. Yeah. Well, a lot of them now, like a lot of them do offer it. I think right. it depends on like the, the company, but I use Wix and it's very user-friendly. So, I mean, I use MailChimp for the email management and it's super easy to put email or um, video into that. Yeah. So like that's, that would be my recommendation. Definitely. Yeah. The other thing, I'll just put a plug in for MailChimp. There are things that you can do with MailChimp. I never knew you could do like create a sales page. I just did that for the summer marketing Academy. I am so, so basically two almost free services, right? You can create these gorgeous in Canva, you create the art and then you go put it over in MailChimp and you're done and you can go sell whatever you need to sell the end. Amazing. Yeah. For super cheap. I was, I love it. I like know MailChimp, but not super well. So like, I would say like Wix, I know like in and out just cause I've been using it forever, but they have yeah. so many good ones. Like constant contact is another good one too. So yeah. And if you're watching this in the replay or even now, um, if you're using a mail service that you absolutely love, please put it in the comments. We would love to know. I know. There's One of my like previous clients, by the way, she told me about this called Flowdesk, which her emails look amazing. Like I said to her, I was like, they look amazing. Like they're colorful. It looks like you're like writing scripts. And like, I definitely recommend for people that are looking for like new things, like she's in the fitness realm. So like Flowdesk might be cool to check out too. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there anything people need to watch out for is, I mean, honestly, I think the services are getting so good that they tell you like, um, if it's going to be blocked by spam filters, depending on what you have in your email, like my MailChimp program will actually tell me like, you need to watch mm-hmm. out for this and, and it'll rate it and see how I'm doing. But is there anything you want to say about like, just making sure those emails get through? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I think t- all like too long of a subject line always makes things go to spam. I actually read something the other day that when you add videos and images, it actually goes to some people's spam inbox. So I think it's, it's very interesting. It's like the people that are subscribed and constantly open your emails will get them because they're opening them. But to the people that are inactive, if they're not active in your email, it's going to their spam inbox. See, And that is a case for, I don't know what this is called, but sometimes you can send like a two, two email campaign, meaning you'll do one to one group and the other, it's like, there's an A group and a B group and you send one version to the A group and one version to the B group. And you could actually, I'm just thinking this out loud. Like I would just say, Hey, anyone who's opened my last three campaigns would get a, and anyone who has not, they would get B so that a would have the video in it. Like you could do that. I think very quickly. I think you could do That's that. That's like really interesting because I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like on Wix, is that going to be like more work for me to do? So I it's don't know if I... It's work, but for right. what you're saying... If no, it makes sense. True, it makes sense. Yeah. If that's true and your mail service makes it easy for you to do, I'm just going to see if anybody has shared their favorite. Yeah. Again, if you're watching this in the replay, like definitely put in, you know, hashtag replay and let us know who your favorite... Um, provider is email provider. Like I know ConvertKit is a good one. Um, Aweber, I believe is still out there. Like there's just a lot of good ones. My fave is MailChimp. 
I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know if you know Paul Jarvis. Do you know Paul Jarvis? He's just so. like, I think he has like 40,000 people on his list and his entire business is run through his email list. So like Great. when I watch what he does, it's like, this guy has to run his business completely through this. So I really pay attention to how he uses it. Um, and he's bonkers for MailChimp. So I'm a little partial. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. I didn't know. I've never heard of him before. That's cool. All Jarvis. Yeah. He's kind of a badass. He calls himself a rat person because he lo- and it, all of his people are rat people. He actually owns rats, loves rats. There's just a whole rat thing going on. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. So I actually <laughs> thought of another question I get asked a lot. Yeah, sure. it's like, I don't, so it's for the people that don't have an email list or it's for people that are like, how do I even build an email list? Yeah. Right. So like the great, great thing, like I said to Samantha earlier was doing a giveaway. So there's a website called King Sumo and you okay. go to the website and you register for a giveaway and it collects emails. Like, so if you're partnering with somebody, they'll blast it. It's like free viral giveaways. They'll blast it. And you'll be able to get not only your own authentic audience from like Instagram, if you message people, but also their audience that they blast it out to for anybody that applies. Wow. So that's a really good way to collect emails. That would be my first suggestion. And then my second one is, is like with like within your email, if you go to like, I was going to say, if you go to MailChimp and you actually like just connect your Gmail account to MailChimp, it's going to pull all your email contacts. I think a lot of people don't even know how many they have, which some of my clients are actually going through that right now. And I'm like, why don't you sign up for an email platform and let's transfer and let from your email and let's just see how many emails you've collected over time, yep. you know? And that sounds so, gross, but um, it's not gross if you know how to manage it. It's like, if you're sending out emails to people anyway, why not? organize it and be more strategic and thoughtful as long as it's not like friends that don't want to hear about your business right now <laughs> you know what I mean but it could be like past clients that you just want to check in on they haven't signed up for your email list and so it's worth just like migrating who's right. it fair to, to reach out to right now like that's I would consider doing that no, it's so true. And I think another key thing too, what I've done a lot is just the individual outreach piece. So like writing people messages that I'm interested in just connecting with, like, would you be interested in being on my email list? Because yeah. I think there's something with like a respect thing and also for your like legal rights that like you're asking without just taking information. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And when so. you ask, I will say one more thing about that. When you ask, have something cool for them to enjoy. Like maybe it's the freebie, maybe it's something else. Like if you want to come on, here's what I'm doing. Like I just, I'm working with an attorney right now and she's going to put up a special webinar about COVID employment law regulations. And it's only going to be up for a week. And anyone who signs up for her email list will get access to that. You know, like, I'm like, just make it really easy for people to say yes. Right. And it's like original content, brand new, like it's, it's going to be perfect for the people you right. know, would sign up for email list. Yeah. You brought up a great point too. It's like for service-based businesses, like offering free webinars, like for service-based, if you're product-based, there's the giveaway thing is very good for you. 100%. But I think if you're service-based, the webinars are definitely the, definitely a way to go with free information or even like a YouTube channel, upload the YouTube videos and send free stuff out. And then if they like it, ask them to be added to the email list kind of thing in an email. Yeah. You know? If you're watching this, you can already see that like Jackie uses all the, the things. I love yeah. how you're just like, okay, YouTube channel this and like it's all, you know, it's all the ships are 
or pointing in the same direction. Like you're just moving forward with all of them, which is great. And you just strike me, Jackie, as someone who you have such a great handle on a lot of different vehicles, but it doesn't feel scattered to me at all. And I just want to reflect Thank that. you. That's awesome. Thank you. That is rare. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I it can't is rare. do it. It is rare. I'm doing a few things, but I mean, it's really easy for me to just be like, oh, you know, it all gets watered down and mechanical. I never sense that from you. You're like very present wherever you are. And I think that it's all about simplifying, like to tie back to what we talked about, like just simplify and repurpose content. That is the biggest takeaway. Like if you're thinking of what do I need to put in my next email, repurpose an article that you were featured in that you wrote about on social media, like something, right? Like just keep it simple. Like don't feel like you always have to come up with new ideas because there's a lot of stuff that you probably have in your funnel when you're getting started that you've never used otherwise. Okay. Here's how I help people um, focus on that. Uh, or just come up with content where they don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time, you know, they open up an email program. It's that not only do you look at your previous content, because it's very likely that your previous content is incredibly relevant, right? You've used it, it's worked. But I also like to say, you know, what are your current clients mostly challenged by? Like, what are the biggest challenges that your clients are wrestling with right now. And just like talk right to them. Mm -hmm. Speak right to them as if you're having a session with them. Mm -hmm. That's your email. That like (laughs) simplifies it for me. It's so true. Right? Instead of trying to write to 500,000 people, it's like, how would I ever do that anyway? (laughs) Like, I see this one person. In my, mm-hmm. if I can just plug my most recent program for a second, like I have an, um, I'm trying to help each type, right? So like nurturers is a innate marketing genius type and they, they're really good at creating sanctuary so that other people can thrive. So I have like a self-study program that I've created so that they can be nurturers every single time they do their marketing plan or everything. And a lot of what I do is help people zoom in on one person at a time, like each communication and the email in particular, right? I have like a, a special meditation they have to walk through to like really hook in. <laughs> I like, love that. Right? Like they're sitting right in front. Of, I have a hard time with this. Like I need someone, even myself to like listen to, to really like, I get it. there's my client in front of me. So yeah, it just, it helps focus really, really focus, which I love. I love that. That's great. Great tip there, by the way. That's a very good idea. This is also why I recommend if you just had a client session with someone, that's the time to write an email because you can just write it to them. You mm-hmm. just heard what their challenges are. You just went through, you know, it was something real. And now it's time for you to just address it in writing. Right. Right. You don't have to sit there killing yourself trying to come up with a topic because you just heard what they were wrestling with. Go write right. it. <laughs> right. It's true though. <laughs> Because clearly, you know what they need. You know what they need. So speak to them. Yeah. This is another reason why having, this is what I'm coming to, is that having something like a Facebook group can be incredibly valuable because you're watching people who are, they're your clients, they're your past clients, and they're potential clients. And they're all talking about stuff. Probably sometimes they're challenges. So right Mm -hmm. there is a place where you can hang out and watch for content, right? It's like, oh, this is what they're wrestling with. I I just, the whole market research thing, there is nothing more important to me, like just seeing, okay, yeah, I can come up with 10,000 ideas because I'm a smart person, but 
um, how many of them are actually going to hit home? So to right. have an environment where you're seeing what's real now, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Have you uh, anything to say about that? Like, do you see that in your own Facebook groups? Like, where do you get your good? Like, this is what people are wrestling with right now. Um, I think, I think it depends on the Facebook group, first of all. Like, I think yeah. some people feel open to share and some people don't. And I actually took a different turn with my Facebook group itself. I like sharing like wins. Cause I think the thing is, is we always deal with like, the struggle of being a business owner and like the struggle of just day-to-day life. Like I actually want to hear people's like successes, even if it's like a little thing. Like I always like, it made me think of this as we were talking, like I'm probably going to post like social media wins of the week, like share them, you know, cause people, when I do things like that, that's when they all engage and they share. Yeah. Um, so I think more of that needs to be shared, like wins, like things like in your marketing, like for you, for example, like things that, a marketing one of the week. Like what has it been for you? You know? Right. So yeah, I love it. Um, cause I that, think by sharing, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think by yeah. sharing like a win, like then people are open to be more vulnerable. Like I had this today, like this was awesome, but I also went through this to get to this point, you know? So, right. So then they, they basically share their process and challenges can come up through that process instead mm-hmm. of, yeah. I like that. I'm just checking on the, the Facebook group because I know we're just about to wind down, but I just want to make sure that I have, if there's any other comments, I want to make sure I touch in. It says there's six comments, but I only see four. <laughs> so, Sometimes that happens. <laughs> I don't see any in uh... I see Samantha and we love Samantha. Thank you for chiming in. you. <laughs> Anyway, so I will mention that um, I haven't mentioned this before, but I am going to, in August, edit these wonderful interviews into my Marketing for Humans podcast. So if somebody is just like a podcast person or they're, you know, they're a mem- not a member, a subscriber to that podcast, like, you know, they'll be able to see it or hear it. I then. love it. That's awesome. It's a heads up. <laughs> Repurposing content 101. I love it. That's awesome. Exactly. So yeah. Any parting words, if someone is sitting down and they're like, well, should I use email? Shouldn't I, how can I really make this my own? Like any last thing you want to share? Well, I just saw, so Rhonda asked a question. I thought Wix was just for creating a website. You can send groups of emails through it. Yes, you can, Rhonda. You definitely can. It's very user-friendly. Wonderful. I didn't know that either. I was going to ask that too. So Rhonda, thank you for asking that. Yeah. But I think other than that, yeah. <laughs> All the wisdom has been shared. <laughs> All the wisdom. Girl power. Love it. <laughs> I'm going to put your link in the in the comments to, so people can find you. Um, any, yeah, we'll, we'll chat. I'm going to turn off the live in a second and I can kind of set you up well. But um, thank you. Thank you for Yeah, coming. thank you for having me. It's so fun. Yeah. It's Thanks for watching, guys. And anybody who watches the replay, thank you. I'm going to turn off the live. And there you have it, how to sell using email. I hope you use some or all of Jackie's ideas. You're invited to come join the Innate Marketing Geniuses Facebook group to connect with conscious entrepreneurs who want to market from their deepest why. We support each other to make a difference in the world while getting great clients. And what's an innate marketing genius? Oh, it's just where compassion, action, and joy meet. And you have your own version of that. 
Just take the Innate Marketing Genius Assessment at www.innatemarketinggenius.com to discover your type. You might be a nurturer, an adventure guide, a door opener, a steady presence, or a celebrator. Find out in about 10 minutes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give it a good rating and a review. It helps people find it. See you next time on Marketing for Humans. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.